And now... Breaking news, WABC. And on the line with us right now is investigative reporter extraordinaire of JustTheNews.com. That's JustTheNews.com. John Solomon, what latest, greatest breaking news do you have for us today? Oh, it's been a busy news day. Let's start in the White House where President Joe Biden, twice vaccinated, twice boosted, has a mild case of coronavirus. He announced that this morning. So he's isolating at a very important time in his presidency. Uh, There's uh, negotiations going on in Capitol Hill to try to revive some of his stalled agenda, a lot of tension around the world, Iran, Russia. He's going to be sidelined for a couple of days, hopefully not much longer than that. Uh, but uh, our second president now to get coronavirus in three years, obviously President Trump was the first back in October of uh, 2020. So that's uh, dominating a lot of the headlines here tonight. A big televised hearing, perhaps the last hearing of the January 6th commission. They're, uh, they're going to try one more time, House Democrats, to try to convince the American public that Donald Trump, actually wanted to instigate violence on January 6th. That's their storyline tonight. They're going to push that any way they can. There's just one problem with that. I'm sitting looking at a document right now from the Pentagon, from the Pentagon Inspector General, who's a nonpartisan official, who interviewed General Milley, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who said this about his meeting with the president the day before January 6th. Um, General Milley told us that at the end of the meeting, President Trump told the Secretary of Defense that there would be a large number of protesters on January 6, 2021, and Mr. Miller should ensure sufficient National Guard or soldiers should be there to make sure it was a safe event. And then the president was assured, we've got a plan and we've got it covered. If President Trump was going to instigate violence, why would he offer to send so many troops who could put that violence down in a second? That's the question that the J6 committee will uh, uh, adjourn tonight not having answered for the American people. That's a big one. And then finally, we keep hearing, oh, it was still a pretty good election. First, it was a perfect election in 2020. Now it's not so perfect, but it's still a good election. A big uh, story coming out of the Justice Department today. A large vote-buying scheme in Louisiana in both the 2016 and 2020 elections. And the, the culprits are two pretty un- unexpected uh, officials. A police chief and a city council member in the state of Louisiana have pled guilty today to conspiring to pay and offer to pay voters uh, to vote in Louisiana elections in both 2016 and 2020. Uh, another sign that every time we hear it's a perfect election, there are still flaws that need to be cleaned up. Uh, the Democrats don't want to have that conversation some days, but this is a big one. Uh, the federal charges came from the U.S. Justice Department. Joe Biden's Justice Department brought this case today. That story is getting a lot of attention as well. So, John Solomon, Charlie Gasparino, he tweeted this before, the chatter on Capitol Hill that the Democrats will use Joe Biden's COVID diagnosis as an excuse for him to not run in 2024 because he'll suffer bouts of long COVID because of his age. They think this is some sort of face-saving way for him to bow out. Obviously, this is speculation, but this kind of chatter is making the rounds, according to Charlie Gasparino. What do you think about it, and have you heard anything similar? I have not. Uh, you know, there's all been all of these series about the Democrats dumping Joe Biden. The thing that's going to dump Joe Biden if he gets dumped is going to be his polling numbers. He's at historic lows for any president in American history. And there seems to be downward pressure on the poll numbers, meaning he's going to go lower. At some point, he will be too low to be a viable candidate in 2020 unless he finds a way to score some wins, get some confidence back. But there are some signs that uh, inflation might come down a little bit. That might help going into the fall. Uh, there is a lot of Democrats who don't like Joe Biden. They now feel he's a liability. And uh, th- these are the same Democrats that put him into power. 
but I don't hear anything related to this COVID thing. My guess is you're going to see the president up and back around in three and four days. Most people who are vaccinated bounce back in three, four, five days, even when they're older. Anthony Fauci did. Um, so, you know, I haven't heard that. I think that the concern among Democrats that Joe Biden is a drag is very real. I hear that with every Democrat I talk to. I'm not sure COVID's going to give him the perfect excuse to do that. I think he's got to make a decision. Can he run and be viable? If not, you ought to get out of the way and let someone else uh, take on the 2024 election. That decision is going to come next year. It's very early to be making decisions like that in 2022. John, John Solomon, what, what else do you think is important to the American people uh, uh, today? You know, I, I've been doing a lot of work uh, in uh, election integrity, and I think we're learning a lot about what issues still rate, remain to be resolved for 2022 and 2024. And there's a really fun uh, um, a drama playing out in Wisconsin, because I think at the end of the day, it's going to settle this issue. The Constitution generally says that the state legislatures have the power to set the rules for elections. But in Wisconsin, there are these unelected bureaucrats on the Wisconsin Election Commission that have now been twice ruled by the state's highest court, their Supreme Court, that they overstepped their bounds. The courts basically told the Wisconsin Election Commission, listen, you can't do a no excuse absentee voting. You can't uh, exempt people from voter ID, the laws of the state, and you can't use um, drop boxes to collect mobile ballots unless the legislature makes a chance. So far, the Wisconsin Election Commission is acting as though it's not going to pay attention to the uh, court's rulings, and they're actually putting a lot of pressure to push back on this. Yesterday, Wisconsin legislature said, you know, enough's enough. And they passed a provision that says uh, this is another one of the changes these unelected bureaucrats want to make. Uh, they're going to, they want to let people who file errant ballots to let the clerk divine what the voter meant to do, fix the ballot, and cast the ballot on behalf of the person who um, uh, filed a, a faulty ballot. Wisconsin lawmakers said, you know what, that is a bridge too far. We're not waiting to 2022 November to litigate this year, not doing it. But this tension between unelected bureaucrats and the legislature, which has the constitutional duty, is playing out in Wisconsin. How it gets settled there, I think, will be a big storyline in America. And, of course, the United States Supreme Court, on its last day in session in June, took on an epic case from North Carolina. It will be decided next year. And it involves the same uh, question. Does the legislature really have the authority? The Constitution says it does. We will probably head into 2024 with these issues resolved. And I think that's going to be a very interesting dynamic to watch out. But probably a lot of people aren't thinking about more talking about. Uh, what's the latest on Steve Bannon? I think it's pretty curious that the prosecution only presented two witnesses in Bannon. He's not putting up any witnesses. What's up with that? Not at all. He, he rested without a single witness, didn't put himself on the stand. He, of course, had a lot of bravado before saying, I'm going to make this a big deal. You're going to... He actually went out uh, without any witnesses, uh, without wasting any time. I think his defense is going to try to use the same defense that Michael Sussman did with the D.C. jury a few weeks ago when he got acquitted uh, in the John Durham investigation. And that is, listen, folks, we're sorry to have wasted your time. This is a political dispute between Congress and Steve Bannon. It's not a matter for the courts or the legal system. We're sorry we wasted your time. And see if the jury nods at that saying, this is like not worth our time. That's a big risk, big gambit, because the juries in D.C. tend to lean very to the left. Steve Bannon is anything to the left. He's very conservative, uh, and he's a lightning rod for liberals. But I, they've made a calculated decision here. We're going to find out in a couple of days whether that pays off or not. Uh, last question, uh, John Solomon. Uh, we had Rona McDaniel, McDaniel uh, on last week, and we talked to her sure. about uh, voter fraud going forward. Uh, yeah. 
Are we taking enough precautions? She says they're hiring thousands of lawyers to be at key voters' booths. Uh, are we doing enough to make sure that every American feels they're getting an honest count? That is a great question because you continue to see polling data. I think it was new polling data just today from CNN that shows that Americans are increasingly distrustful that they're going to get honest election results in the future. That is a earth-shattering problem we have to solve because America's entire government rests on our confidence in elections. So there is a perception among the voters that has become a reality among many voters. It is a real problem. I think the Glenn Youngkin model, the 2021 model, where Republicans went in, resolved all the issues before election day, had really trained um, uh, observers, and it went flawlessly, and a Republican won in a Democratic state. Nobody cried foul. The Democrats didn't cry foul. The Republicans didn't. That's the model that uh, Ronald McDaniel and others are trying to emulate. It's probably what we should have had in 2020. We didn't have that apparatus in place, even though there were lots of promises. I see a lot of evidence. You see uh, in Florida, Ron DeSantis and others doing more to get trained people and get make sure every precinct, no matter where it is, is covered with a trained observer. I think a lot of lessons were learned for 2020. We were a little flabby and, and unattentive, un- inattentive in 2020. I think we're going to head into the fall of 2020 two in the fall, uh, fall of 2024 with a lot more trained observers. That's the first line of defense. And the second line of defense is to do what's going on in Wisconsin now, which is don't wait to after election day to litigate these disputes over what the rules of the election are. Get them resolved now. And I think you see that going on in Georgia, in North Carolina, in Florida, Texas, and, uh, and now Wisconsin. I think those things, two things may increase a little bit of confidence in the next two election results. We'll have to wait and see. But a lot of uh, lessons learned and a lot more activity going on to buck up the confidence of Americans when they cast their next ballots. Well, thank you so much, John Solomon. Again, that's justthenews.com, justthenews.com. Thank you, John, and come back anytime. Thank you. My pleasure, guys. Have a good day.